Hello everyone, my name is Tim Kitson. I'm a high school English teacher, trained to mentor resident educators in my state. I love the idea of helping new teachers find their way in this profession, this calling of teaching. So I created this podcast to offer encouragement, tips, and motivation for the rookies out there, saving the world one student at a time. Let's get started. Episode 5. Reflection is key to being a good teacher. In a perfect world, teachers would be able to take lots of time after each lesson to sit by the fire, kick up their feet, and write about the day's successes and failures in a leather-bound journal. But the world is not perfect. Even well-run classrooms are often chaotic, and teachers have very little time to properly reflect on their practice. But a little bit of reflection can go a long way. Beg, borrow, and steal time to reflect. Teachers have time only for what they prioritize. Good teachers implement lesson plans that efficiently use the time of everyone involved yet they almost always put the immediate needs of students before their own. What well-intentioned teachers sometimes fail to realize is that taking a minute or two of the class period to tend to their own needs better serves the students in the long run. Imagine this. A teacher uses a formative assessment, like a Kahoot in his lesson, but One of the multiple choice questions has vague phrasing that leads students astray of the correct answer. It's a good strategy to give students some independent tasks during that class period so that the teacher can fix the Kahoot error immediately. This ensures that simple mistakes don't repeat class after class, year after year. In the same light, when a good teacher notices something she could improve in a lesson, she takes time to note the change somewhere for later. Useful tools like Google Tasks and Google Keep are great for tagging and categorizing notes and reminders for later. Prioritize quick improvements over long-term upgrades. By nature, Teachers are creative, hardworking, autonomous, and self-starters. We often wake up with visions of amazing new unit ideas, innovative pedagogical practices, and crafty worksheets with cute fonts. Yet, high-quality resources take time and energy to produce. It sometimes is in the best interest of the teacher and students to save large changes to the curriculum for summers or vacations so that the teacher can stay focused on the present needs of the class. Here again, journaling is very useful. A teacher might jot down the big ideas of the changes he wants to implement and mark off a day on a vacation when he will dedicate the proper time 
to thinking through the change fully. In the short term, the teacher's time is likely better spent making small tweaks to the lesson to come. Voluntary collaboration can be very beneficial. The poet John Donne famously declared that, quote, no man is an island. Well, no teacher is either. Educators need collaborative learning communities, a lot like those they build in their classrooms. And most teachers are very generous in sharing their expertise and resources when someone asks for help. A teacher who notices room for improvement in a lesson plan might start the process by simply asking for advice from another teacher who teaches a similar class. Administrators certainly like it when teachers work together. It gives them an image of a happy, collaborative school. The usefulness of collaboration certainly has limits, however. When collaboration is forced by administrative mandate, personality conflicts and ego can sometimes derail the process. Should a newer, innovative teacher feel stifled by the status quo of her veteran peers? Should a veteran teacher be forced to implement the dubious changes of a rookie's idea? These personality conflicts and power hierarchies must be taken into account when trying to improve the educational experience. Everyone on the team may have the best interests of students at heart, but agreeing on the best path forward takes communication and trust. The work never stops. A good teacher will constantly reflect on ways to improve her pedagogy, no matter how refined the current system may be. One useful trick for teachers to stay fresh is to have a bucket list of educational goals. Here are some to consider. I will infuse more contemporary references and connections to my content in this lesson. I will reorganize my content in order to change the pattern of delivery in an effort to discover the optimal progression. I will clarify the goals and learning targets of my lesson by using a formal planning template and closely aligning my content to the relevant standards. I will implement pedagogical strategies that put the onus of learning on the students rather than using a sage-on-the-stage approach. I will incorporate cross-curricular knowledge into the lesson so that students have a broader, deeper understanding of the content. I will involve community leaders and students' personal experiences in the pedagogical methods I employ. I will incorporate contemporary technology into the lesson to keep my skills sharp and show students what's possible. I will promote my work and share it to the benefit of others. A passionate teacher who makes time for reflection can become an unstoppable force for good in students' lives. Don't miss out. Thank you for listening to this podcast. The content you heard was created in part for EDTL 6340 at Bowling Green State University. 
The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and do not necessarily reflect those of my employer or BGSU. Thank you again for listening.